0: All right. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Crypto with English. So for anybody who's seen my recent post across social media, today's theme is going to be digital Bitcoin arts in the form of UDAs. So today we are showcasing and featuring Deba. Now, this is a very innovative company that is positioning itself as a game changer. In the digital art world, in the form of its UDAs, and we're going to deep dive into why this project may have that certain edge that will truly flip the script in this space. And you know, to speak candidly as well, you know, digital art is great, but you know, um, I think it's time for kind of a fresher, uh, a, f- a fresher type of trend or a fresher presentation of this. And because I keep hearing this a lot of the same is being generated in this space. So if you've seen like Bored Ape Yacht Club, uh, I couldn't tell you how many versions of that I've seen by you know subsequent artists and things like that. So I'd like to warmly welcome today's guest, uh, Anastasia Ilucheva. So she handles public relations and business development at Diva. And uh, uh, Anastasia, it is an absolute pleasure having you here today and to deep dive into this, um, especially UDAs and getting really into kind of the weeds with this, you know, digital art that's being built on top of what Bitcoin has already constructed, you know, through the Lightning Network and, uh you know, through its base layer. So thank you very much for coming on today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Adam, for having me today here. So... I think it's better to clarify like the term UDA for our yes. listeners so UDA is unique digital assets uh we are trying to move from the term nft since it's more associated and related to ethereum protocol right so come up with the term UDA as unique digital assets on top of bitcoin
0: <laughs> right and uh when you know i guess you could say when marketing this as UDAs unique digital assets um did you encounter you know, maybe any, um, I guess, any road bumps like along the way? Like, did people ever try to tell you, oh, you know, maybe you should still call this an NFT despite this is built on Bitcoin or or something like that?
1: Well, I would lie if I would say that we're not using term NFTs uh, anymore. We're still using them. We still mention it on the website. Um, But we're using term NFT just to make people more relatable to what term UDA is so right. far i think we didn't have any negativity towards it but only support since people who are more tech oriented or more interested in tech obviously right. they love to have this distinction in terms of like if non-fungible tokens initially related to your smart contracts right. so UTA's they're related to bitcoin, bitcoin so yeah. it should be a different technical name um, I think in terms of artists, they're just like also excited and because there are different trends, unfortunately, in the world. Right. Some people are really excited about NFTs, but there are also some kind of hate waves or something even on Twitter or out of Twitter in real life. Then people kind of negative towards like term NFTs because right. some people meeting this term only when they're reading about some scams <laughs> or like this amount of NFTs right. stolen. So... I think it's kind of a great opportunity since the uh, we're bringing digital assets on back not yeah. like person but back to bitcoin I think it would be great to use just a bit different technical name for it.
0: Yeah by the way I, I I agree and in fact you know uda unique digital art you know when you say it out loud it actually kind of flows better you know nft non-fungible token um you know I guess as far as maybe marketing or just you know just through language, UDA does seem to sound nicer, to say the <laughs> least. You know, and I think um, you know, like what you said, uh NFTs and I think a lot of both the good and bad um that have you know really come out of that space, I, I think a need for differentiation or a need for distinction is you know needed, so to say. So and I like the fact that you pointed out the difference. So And non-fungible token being Ethereum-derived or Ethereum-based, using smart contracts to essentially mint a piece of art. So, using Bitcoin um, and the Lightning Network and their base layer, how much faster and let's say how much cheaper or you know cost-efficient is it? You know, because this is relatively new, um, I would have to say, and I can't really, I can't say I've really seen anybody else doing this. So, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very fascinated
1: well i think finally we will realize prices when we will launch since we are still in pre launch stage uh we yeah. have like internal testing going on um at the moment so obviously like ethereum gas fees like now they're lower but when it was nft boom it, they were crazy oh, and yeah. if you right. wanted to buy something for 20 dollars you need to pay <laughs> kind of 70 plus in gas right. and i think Even I was like, I was looking on some NFTs and I was just curious because I just like it. And it was like looking fun. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? And when I look on the gas fees, I was like, no, no way. Um, With the Lightning Network and obviously like the implementation of Taproot like later on. Right. um, Basically, at the moment, we can't really say for sure what the initial gas fee is going to be. But we believe it's going to be like lower than twenty one hundred percent right so so far when we were like doing testing we saw some around like six dollars yeah but i don't want to say it to be honest like prices at the moment in terms of gas fees because we're still working on it right and i don't want to give like proper fake promises you know when i was saying like right, yeah right. five dollars and later on it's not and they're like oh and i should tell them and i'm like me and my long time yeah
0: <laughs> yeah right no i i totally i, I totally understand that but you know, regardless, this is going to be a very efficient way to mint, you know, digital art, you know, going forward. And, you know, as you mentioned, one of the biggest issues has been Ethereum gas prices, especially during kind of the uh, NFT boom or craze uh, from especially last year. So uh, like I said, I am particularly, you know, excited for, you know, this project. So UDA unique, you know, digital arts. Um, is this something that is this a term that Diba came up with? Is this something that let's say another, um, maybe another tech company came up um, this term is relatively, um, you know, new to say the least. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I have little familiarity, you know, unique digital art, though. But um, how did the term come about?
1: Okay, so I will just correct you a bit because it's a unique digital asset,
0: not sorry, art, art. yes. Okay. I New think it's
1: acceptable. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Well, we come up with this term since um, we also built Bitmask, the Bitcoin wallet extension, which right. is- able to use to keep your UDAs because you need to keep them somewhere, <laughs> like right. And they're all like no technology. So basically, apart from building marketplace, we also created Bitmask Wallet Extension. Right. And because we are building like with RGB, like on top of RGB smart contracts. So later on people will be also able to issue tokens on top of RGB know right. that bitcoin and they also would be able to keep them in a bit mask so right. that's why we're using like term is like digi- digital unique asset um i think it's more came from like our team um right. we are having like some educational like post on social media like tiktoks instagram yes, right. linkedin yeah. um in terms of the term uh, so far i think everyone was like positive towards it and also on twitter and supporting this term so we will see how it's going to be in terms of mass adaption. Obviously, yeah. it's going to take time because, you know, like still 80 percent of the world population knows about NFTs and now UDA is right. coming. And for them, I think it would be like, come on, guys, we just learned what is NFT and now it's kind of yeah. similar thing, but it's UDA. But why it's UDA? But we are ready for these questions. But what can we do? So, so far I think, right. yeah, we it's just come, this term coming from us mostly.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, unique digital assets. So for clarification, UDA, unique digital assets. I will commit this exactly. to memory and memorize it. But, uh, you know, this actually sounds like something. It sounds like a very formal, like almost investment type of class. So, you know, if I was to go and, you know, I, I guess I would say, you know, hypothetically, if I was to talk to one of my relatives who doesn't really know about crypto or blockchain, and if I was to say, hey, would you like to buy an NFT? I think the answer would be flat out no. But if I said unique digital assets, I, I, I think I might have a shot.
1: I like <laughs> you know, how dude. it sounds. I'm probably going to make a cut of, out it of sound, this. And post it, it sounds everywhere. good. <laughs> it sounds good, guys. You need to be more interested in UDAs rather than NFTs because it sounds good.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know... Moving moving forward, you know, for you know this, I guess you could say, new asset class or this new in, investment class within, you could say, digital art, uh, how many artists uh, are Diva, you know, working with at the moment?
1: Since we are in pre-launch stage, we haven't launched officially. Um, we have MAUs with the artist for the first Genesis drop and also right. the artist who... Um, going to collaborate with us before even launch. Um, right. I can't disclose it yet because sure, we haven't um, made kind of press releases on it and still some documents in the process of signing. So right. it would be kind of not <laughs> legally yeah. correct from my side to announce right. I
0: understand. <laughs>
1: at the moment. Um, when we're going to launch, uh, the DBA will work on kind of two formats. It's going to be Obviously, open market uh, where yeah. everyone will be able to make drops to meet the N- meet the, the NFTs, mint the UDAs. Yeah, it, it's also, it's like, also, I think sometimes crashes my head because it's a serious term. And also, we will have curated drops uh, where the drops would be created either by DIVA, by our curators, or it's going to be in collaboration with art galleries when right. it's gonna be created more on the behalf of the gallery. So we have having a look on these kind of two pathways. So right. giving everyone possibility to be part of the community, but also being able to collaborate with more kind of established and well-known artists in, this, artists in the space.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think we're all seeing now, all of these, you know, digital art galleries are popping up everywhere. So whether it's New York, whether it's Miami, you know, Los Angeles and even overseas as well, Uh, you know, digital art is here to stay. So whether it becomes, you know, I guess you could say whether it stays within the realm of NFTs, you know, Ethereum based or perhaps the next phase is migrating into something such as unique digital assets like Diva on essentially the lightning network and the uh, Bitcoin base layer. This is a very, very interesting time. Uh, for just digital art period and without a doubt the format or you could at least say the formula for which digital art is made eventually it is going to migrate or evolve into something else mm-hmm. so so when you know when there's a- another alternative that is more efficient than let's say traditional ethereum based you know uh, I guess you could say whether it's art or dapps or something like that Perhaps Diba is probably going to be one of the options a lot of artists may consider because I've had, you know, I've had many NFT artists um, on the show and, you know, I've had many, you know, NFT art gallery, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, on the show and and whatnot. And, you know, whether it's on the artists or whether it's on the art gallery, you know, uh, one of the big issues is Ethereum gas prices, generally speaking, are still very very expensive. And if you want to kind of mince something cheaper, sometimes it depends on the time of day. And you know, if you're in different time zones, you know, with your team, especially with everybody working remotely, sometimes that can be a little bit difficult, you know, so to say, so, uh, you know, you know, looking at this, I'm very hopeful as to where, you know, digital art, you know, is going to be going. So uh, I think this is I think this is really, really awesome. And who knows, you know, maybe in maybe by next year, People are going to start using, you know, unique digital assets more frequently, and in fact, may actually be a better term. Generally speaking, I mean, I think, I mean, you know, it it just sounds better. It sounds, it has a certain credibility to it. You know, unique digital asset. I mean, that can include art. That can include a whole lot of things.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm really excited. I'm happy that you like the term, and I think what's more important. It's more about like also users' privacy and it's what we are focusing on at Dba, Like surrounding right. privacy. For example, even the way we are building Bitmask wallet, um, right. it's like no one can just, like what's the problem for example of MetaMask and Ethereum like the NFTs at the moment. Anyone right. can airdrop, send you random spam nfts and right. you can't hide them so basically on openc you can't hide them so everyone will see them even they're embarrassing even though you didn't buy them oh yeah dropped, you can't do anything about it the way we're looking um on the platform and on the users in general we want them to have the most control over their assets right. so on the platform they would be able to um, control their privacy settings so it's either they would love to show their assets to other users or they can keep them private to so themselves so they right. have an account but not everyone can see them right. and also the way we are building Bitmask it's like no one can send you a random NFT Like right. before even getting the UDA you need to accept it, you need to confirm it right. so you will not have like spam or random like UDAs in your wallet and yeah thinking, you know, oh my God, how to burn them or what should I do with them? Right. But yeah, it's just we're trying to create more safe space and more private space for users because if we're speaking all the time about decentralization and the focus on the privacy and sovereignty so what we can do from our side as well to keep it this way so right. I think one of the features of Bitmask which kind of surprised uh, beta testers because we had our first beta testing in December. So we right. had first one and the second one. And because with every transaction in Bitmask, your private key is changing. Right. And because it's kind of new so, yeah. approach, uh yeah. yeah, we had users being confused like, why am I like, oh we think it's a glitch. <laughs> the 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 like the
0: right you know, I think there's a glitch the or key. something wrong with the uh the wallet. Yeah.
1: Yeah the private yeah. key <laughs> is changing like I haven't done it. And we're like, yeah, right. it's one features so it's even harder to identify you right and it's kind of less probability that someone gonna hack you it's like right. you see you know recent hack What happened it's right. like they because they were moving to another smart contract and everyone was receiving emails and people were signing it with their metamask wallet and right. after hacker were getting access to their private key everything was disappearing from the wallet so it's oh,
0: wow.
1: what we are trying to protect users from that's why private key is changing with every transaction. Yeah. So now it's testing. Obviously, yeah. it's, still it's still testing. But I think even in reality, it proves the fact that it wouldn't be possible to hack. Obviously, right. if someone wants to hack, try to hack us, we are more than welcome. We have some hackers. <laughs> trying to hack. <laughs> yeah, and we were really open to these because... Now, now that is
0: confidence right there. <laughs> you want to so, yeah. hack us? Try us. <laughs> That's great.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's a trial, it's a test. So yeah, If someone will decide, we are more than welcome to our Discord. Yeah. Let us right. know how it was going.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, Now I've, you know, I have a MetaMask account, but I, I've never received like, let's say, random drops or or nft art but i have heard of that happening to to other people so you know if people are randomly let's say receiving you know digital art isn't mostly done by hackers so you know let's say let's say if i just got into cryptocurrency and and you know nfts and digital art today and i just set it up and all of a sudden you know i start getting random art pieces so to say from you know obviously unknown people Is that mostly done by hackers? Because I would imagine people just don't just generously give away (laughs) NFT art, so to say.
1: Well, I believe it's already in the industry and it's like crypto NFT industry in general. It's like lots of scams and hackers. uh, because there are many kind of loops to to make kind of money, not in ethical but quick way. So obviously, not all airdrops and like peeping into your wallet, it's just like it's hackers. No, it's basically, it's kind of a marketing, pro, like marketing efforts and Got people it. dropping airdrops. You can also like maybe retweet some Twitter or something. I remember Binance was doing this. They had like kind oh. of a heart thing and you needed to retweet and say something. In this case, they were sending and after that, you're going through the link and they were sending you something. I, I also have this heart just because I was interested how it works, like through Twitter. Yeah. So to be honest, it was like really long time ago, but I remember I was even doing it just because I was kind of more curious. Right. Um, and also another way, yeah, it's also kind of hack attacks on your wallet with the airdrops. Because yeah. If you decide why are people afraid to burn them, because when you're burning them is when the moment the hacker can get access to your account oh, okay. and get everything from there. So, I can't go really technical because obviously I'm not the developer, and no, but that's definitely good to know.
0: Uh, so, but, when you burn yeah. it, that's kind of when they get you. <laughs> Very interesting, that makes sense, though. This so, is
1: people usually, yes. yeah, keeping the NFTs and afraid to kind of burn them, but yeah. mostly under attacks, it's kind of famous people because it's kind of beneficial for the project, for example, for collectibles or something, they can say, Oh. Gary V or Logan Paul, right? They have our NFTs like go to the OpenSea account, have oh, a yeah. look. Yeah, they do have it. <laughs> and they kind of like name dropping, you know, famous right. people doing trust of others. And usually projects who are doing this, nothing good is happening at the end. They're just collecting money and running away.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. No, and that and that definitely makes sense. So with Diba... And you know now you can essentially create unique digital assets from this, such as art. So I would imagine, you know, in the future, people can probably start creating like DApps or like games off of this too. You know, like all the stuff that we're seeing in the uh, in the metaverse and and whatnot. So is there any you know are there any plans for that? You know, migrating. You know, I guess once you know the digital art is you know kind of all good and set up. Um, you know, some sort of metaverse or gaming project, is that something in the future too?
1: Well, obviously we will consider these possibilities. Um, So far, obviously we are more focused to deliver the great products in in the face of Diva as a marketplace and a Bitmask as a wallet. Um, Game developers, yeah, getting in touch with us, like metaverse is getting in touch with us um, to stay close and to stay on the loop on all updates because Okay, obviously, we're building like using the RGB smart contracts, like RGB protocol. RGB is like, is around for a while, like from 2016. Yeah, but in 2019, it's Maxim Marlowski. Amazing Maxim Marlowski, who literally wrote 90% of the code. uh stepped in and he's like the head of all RGB project and they're working hard. But since like UDA is on Bitcoin and a new thing because the way it's structured, yeah, it's because let's think it's using the RGB protocol and it's also using right. like light, not lightning, but initially the UDA is going to be attached to UTXO. So that's why it's going to have inherited value of Bitcoin. Right. Within it because it's attached to UTXO. So right. since we are tokenless, we're not using any tokens, we're not sidechain, but the... Um, asset is really directly attached to Bitcoin
0: yeah. um,
1: it's kind of needs more time to be worked on and that's why we also have like lots of test nets and we are checking everything so yeah I think by the end of our today's podcast I will mm-hmm. tell some exciting news which we're not oh, kind awesome. of announced yet about right. the test net and etc but <laughs> yeah I hope I answered the question because I realized no, that's, that's fine, fine. said get lost
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and you know it, it is a lot of like you know technical knowledge to to throw around as well and this is you know this is pretty new stuff uh you know i have to say and i think it's very ambitious i think it's very cool that you know your company you know diva is creating digital art using a bitcoin you know you know really a bitcoin based platform here using lightning and using its base layer do you think that uda's unique digital assets do you think that will increase or affect the uh, price of bitcoin so let's say when you know diva takes off people are minting you know these uh, unique these udas and creating art from it do you think that will eventually you know affect the price of bitcoin so let's say this becomes more popular do you think it will make bitcoin increase in value over time
1: hopefully yes it would be great to be also to have yeah. part <laughs> to have part in like kind of bull right. market like diverse <laughs> contribution. Um since we're using like UTXO unspent transactions, um I'm I'm not sure if it, you know it will have like a direct direct uh kind of influence on the Bitcoin price, yeah. but with the mass adoption, uh it would be because the more adoption the less kind of Bitcoin we have like people with the opportunity to buy it. So obviously it's gonna increase right. in price so it's it's all about like limited uh limited yeah. access so I don't know I think we will see um because still it's just like yeah in the stage of mass adoption of crypto Bitcoin we of on the right. early stage of adoption of NFTs okay some people at least heard about it and I think it's already right. a good sign that someone heard about it so the next stage is just adoption of UDA's and bringing UDA's back home to Bitcoin and see how right. they're taking it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is uh, this is definitely awesome. And how did you how did you join this project? So you know, for I think for for many that know, you know, you were very active in the blockchain space with you know much of the hackathon. Uh, competition work you've been involved with so how did you come on to this project
1: um i think i'm pretty lucky because um gideon uh who is founder initial founder of world blockchain hackathon uh he's founder of diba and since we were working on the world blockchain hackathon with babylon projects together um we had kind of like neat team you know and work together greatly you know like benefits and drawbacks of each sure, other yeah. team, team member and yes yeah, since like this like it's like the discussions ideas appeared uh i was really excited so i wanted to join on board immediately right and we start working on diba i would say like last january last february Um, On the last Bitcoin Miami conference, our team, I wasn't there, unfortunately, because I'm London-based.
0: Right.
1: Our team was pitching, and we were top 10 finalists at Bitcoin Miami pitch. And after that, our team started, like, we were, like, in fundraising stage. Our team started growing, so everything started going faster. Yeah. I'm kind of like Diba OG. <laughs> awesome. Beginning.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because I was at the convention last year, did Diba have, I think Diba, you guys had your own like kind of like uh, like presentation or a little like kiosk section. It, you know, because I'm, I'm looking, you know, now that we're talking about, it, now you mentioned Bitcoin, uh, you know, 2021. 20, uh, I think I I think I saw, <laughs> Diva. I, I think I recall actually seeing Diva at the convention last year. So that's uh, that's <laughs> awesome now. This kind of went full circle now.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't have kiosk. We were pitching, we had presentation.
0: Yes, yes. Now I yeah, now now I remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe if was just like was like out of the black screen with like deep white white big letters and like yellow lightning, yeah. most probably. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and by the way, that's a that's a really cool logo, you know, especially with the lightning, you know, you're using the lightning, you know, uh, you know, network and whatnot. So um, how, uh, you know, I'm kind of curious, though, you know, I'm surprised nobody tried, you know, doing this earlier. And by the way, it's incredible that Devo's doing it. But, you know, um, it kind of makes me wonder why was everybody, let's say, you know, making NFTs using Ethereum, you know, based platforms. You know, Deba is actually doing this off of a, Bit- a Bitcoin, you know, based based one. Like you would think like, oh, wow, like, uh, you know, uh, you think a lot of people would have been trying to do that earlier. And now, uh, you know, it's it's you, it's, you know, Deba, who's actually the one that's, you know, that's doing it. So I think that's that's pretty cool.
1: Well, like, it's going to be lot to say that people were not trying. People were trying. Well, right. Let's have a look on color coins, Bitcoin 1.0. Uh, yeah. But the, the, like the tokens, kind of, they were issued, but because the community was not tightened together, so sure. there were kind of different perspectives of how people were looking on these assets. So the community was not strong. I think the market was not really strong and not ready for this opportunity yet. Right. So the project wasn't really successful. Also, there are other attempts, but mostly it's either side chain. Or yes it's talking you need to have talking um right yeah we, we also obviously we have like project like rare peeps uh which is like issued through counterparty if if i'm right, right. but they yeah. also like they have xcp talking <laughs> uh, yeah yeah um yeah I'm sometimes afraid of, about my pronunciation <laughs> no no no
0: no you're absolutely fine please continue
1: <laughs> so yeah i'm, I'm double checking in my head if i'm saying <laughs> something right or no um so yeah it wouldn't it would be dishonest to say no there there are no attempts but in terms right. of making the platform and making assets being attached to Bitcoin without um necessity for any tokens right it's kind of like RGb focus and the way they're working they you don't need you need, don't need tokens so you don't need to come to our platform buy extra tokens right and after that buy the unique digital assets which are attached to Bitcoin it kind of doesn't make sense so you would be able to buy with sats with like satoshis like with Bitcoin yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. so you don't need to make any kind of extra movements and that's yeah. why we kind of believe and it's just like you still need to buy tokens or it's sidechain yeah So for marketing purpose it's really cool to use like oh NFTs on Bitcoin but technically they're not really on Bitcoin <laughs> right right um, <laughs> and I think like that's that's the main thing. Um, in co- like in community, in every industry in general, it's just the way marketing and wording is used. Right. So obviously there are some platforms. Um, I will probably not mention the names because I don't want to create this like right. <laughs> I understand.
0: Before.
1: But yeah, in terms of just being directly to, attached to Bitcoin and has an inherent value of Bitcoin, D- the right. first like, on the market so far.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. awesome. Yeah, and I, I will say, and you know, like you mentioned, not to mention you know any names of you know other companies, competitors out there, but you know, I've made a few NFTs, not in a serious <laughs> way, but you know, like pictures of my dog, so to say. So, you know, I've used <laughs> first? huh
1: interesting choice
0: (laughs) yes that's right so i have a i have a shiba inu so it's the same mascot as dogecoin so i made some of her and i used some of the more ethereum based platforms but you know one of the things that i encountered was you kind of have to buy um additional tokens and then there's the issues of the gas fee so something that kind of i took from my iphone and then i just kind of uploaded it and added some effects it's like I'm like, wow! Th- th- this thing costs like a uh, hundred ten bucks to mint right now. I'm like, what? The, what the hell? <laughs> you know, but um, you know, I'm very happy to see that you know, a solution like Diva is uh, certainly, you know, certainly fixing you know, you know that issue, you know, to say the least.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you for kind words. Um, no, but to be honest, if you will decide to to mint uh, your dog again, there are some platforms <laughs> which are trying to help artists to adapt right. to the market. And they're providing kind of free minting for some right. of them. And I think it's kind of really also great cause of actions for some maybe emerging artists especially that right. there are some platforms that providing like free minting just right. some artists can get involved and benefit from from the trends
0: <laughs> right right and with uh you know with diva so this since this is you know a bitcoin you know based uh platform for unique digital assets what about some of like the uh, the bitcoin forks um do you think they will have you know a place in this one day so like you know some of the ones out there that come to mind like bitcoin cash for instance or you know bitcoin uh diamonds like there's a few of them out there do you think that do you think um this platform will like will include maybe using or utilizing you know some of those other uh you know forks out there so to say uh. <laughs> <laughs> right
1: uh that might be a little
0: bit out of the box right now, but you know, that's uh <laughs> but like I said, I see a lot of potential in this. And so, you know, my you know, the gears in my head are going right now.
1: <laughs> well, I think maybe we will consider it. I would not say for sure. So for now we are like more focusing on Bitcoin and SAT. And right. it's what we are interested in and it's what we want to to bring to the market. So we also right. want to cover Bitcoin markets, we want to cover Bitcoin community. There are also many Bitcoin artists. But if you're not only focusing on like Bitcoin supporters or Bitcoin artists or Bitcoin kind of art collectors, um, I think we also providing an additional market space for the artists who are already yes. out there. But um, we are also trying to educate people that okay as an artist maybe sometimes you kind of don't really care about the technology behind your work but sure you want just to sell make money quickly and maybe you are going to disappear because if for example it's like still I don't know maybe testnet or something goes wrong or the marketplace like the developers make some shortcuts so basically your nft not really secured um but what you also want to to establish it just seems like bitcoin is like original blueprint of blockchain technology and it's mass adoption and just like the currency yeah if you're gonna call bitcoin currency everyone's talking around the world governments considering it as a currency or banning it because maybe they're scared that they're gonna have a really great competitor um, like towards (laughs) the central banks so it's like it's The main like also like the trade is longevity of your asset because you have like it's attached to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is not going anywhere. So your assets can exist like as long as Bitcoin and we really Bitcoin will exist forever because we don't have one all no Bitcoin. Yeah. uh...
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, from what I've seen in digital art, having a community is very, very important to launch a successful project. So uh, tell me about, you know, Diva's, you know, Discord channel and, uh, you know, Telegram and some of the things that, you know, your team is doing to, you know, you know, build the, you know, build the community. Because it looks to me, you know, for digital art, whether it's, let's say, Ethereum, NFT based or this, it seems like there is a working formula to make something successful you know having a having a discord having a telegram kind of having that community you know uh presence so can you can can you kind of um you know explain and you know talk about that a little bit
1: uh sure okay if we speak probably about NFT collectibles and how it works in terms of growing community usually it's either it's a tracking bot on Discord. So if you want to get white listed, you need to invite 20 friends. Like I'm usually joking, like you need to invite 20 friends, dance around fire, record it, send to us, change your name, right. and the name to your name. But I think like this style, okay, it's kind of works for the um, collectibles and if you want to get on the white list it's in terms of like invites it's giveaways retweeting and etc and from one perspective maybe it was kind of nice at the beginning but now it's really tiring for the community and i think even i didn't kind of join some projects even though i like them i like the idea behind it it was um related to women empowerment and i'm all the time supporting these topics but to get on the right list, I needed to change the um, uh, the nickname on Discord, on Twitter, send the proof. So it, invite twenty people. Do something else. Honestly, I just looked at this and I was like, "Okay, I support women. I'm doing another work in a space. It's enough for my yeah, side. Yeah. Here. I, 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 I don't really want this collectible that much. Maybe if I really wanted, I would do it. But that's why you also can go, for example, Fever, and you will see now these jobs appearing like uh, <laughs> Discord invites. So you can right, find money right. for someone, and you're gonna get these bots as like your friends whom you invited. Yeah. Um, so. I think we kind of more believe in like real community building and I know our statistics so I know how many people watching us but not following yet <laughs> and for marketing person it's usually painful and upsetting like you check <laughs> right. us I even have people probably who check our our know, like news like for example Instagram stories like on daily basis but right. they didn't follow us and I'm like yeah. What's the problem? I hear, it's just hear, like yeah. no like relationship <laughs> stuff. Or it's just like I'm friend of your ex and that's why you're right. in a company. <laughs> it's a company. Right. Uh, so we basically, we have, like we had really active Discord when it was uh beta testing going okay. on, Bitmask, the yeah. same with the Telegram. Uh, we were staying quiet for for a bit uh, just because we needed to realize the um, announcements uh, we want to give to our community with what is coming and that's why like our community was like a bit I would say kind of quiet also (laughs) because we were quiet they were quiet for a while and also uh, we were staying quiet for a week uh, because of the situation in the world between, like, Russia and Ukraine. Right. So we've given space uh, on all platforms to for people to be able to share news. So we were trying, like, to stay quiet. We also make our statements. But we right. were trying to give more space to the issue going in, in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, but now uh, we are coming back because we have, honestly, like, so many exciting news. Uh, also that our team is growing that... We have a new team member, amazing developer oh, that's Hunter, nice. And us on board. Um, also like the thing what I said before, it's we're gonna come to Miami Bitcoin Conference uh, again awesome. uh, this year. So everyone would be able to meet us in the gallery. And Excellent. If and if you come in, I think you're gonna be also excited because it's the place like in gallery where we're gonna do testnet of UDAs one-on-one. Very nice. So, yeah. Um, I think I haven't announced it yet on our social media. So it's like the first place I'm saying this. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, our team going to be happy to meet everyone like at Miami Bitcoin Conference, a bit in a different role. If like around like seven months ago, it was in June, if I'm right.
0: Yeah, it was in June, correct.
1: Yeah, we were coming as just pitching, like finalists. and. Yeah. We- this year, we already come is like part of the conference. Um, our team going to be making, giving presentations, going to be in gallery, and it's where we're going to start testnet of Diva.
0: <laughs> All right, everybody, listen to that. So be on the lookout for Diva at Bitcoin 2022 <laughs> in really, <clears throat> excuse me, just a few weeks. So <laughs> that's coming right up. I'm very excited about that. I have a question. From a marketing uh, standpoint, what do you think is actually like the best way to build a community because I've had, you know, I've had people contact me and like some people that I've met either really love discord or they're really just kind of like confused by it, you know, so okay. to say, cause you know, it's really cool, but I think it's also maybe not intuitive for some. Um, so I'm kind of wondering from like your perspective is like, you know, things like telegram and WhatsApp, or are those kind of better alternatives sometimes in, in terms of building a, a community?
1: I would say yes. And yeah. I think with Discord, it's all, it's honestly, it's love-hate relationships for everyone. Yes, and yes, absolutely. Either you love it or either you hate it. Um, I start when I started first time using Discord, I was ready to cry. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. Um, I'm stupid, like what I'm doing here. Um, <laughs> of, like, okay, like let's think about it. If we, most of the projects who are moving to Discord and Telegram it's crypto-related, NFT-related projects, and we yeah. are all supporting decentralization. If you're gonna think about more popular social media profiles, it's just like Instagram, Facebook, right? Twitter. They all kind of all together. So right.
0: that's a good point.
1: Telegram. Uh, the good point of the Telegram is. Um, to be honest, like the Telegram has proved already a couple of times that no matter what's going on, they still right. stay in live. First of all, and they also not disclosing some information. And wow. at the same time, I think the structure of Telegram allows you a couple of different ways of creating your community. It's either more as the group chat, a huge group chat for your participants, right. or you can more create it in more in Kind of how it's a publication style. So yeah. people can write comments there, they can still speak, right. they can still get in touch with you, but you're going to be the main narrative of all, all this channel. Right, right. With Discord, I think it's also a great opportunity of distributing lots of information. So can yes. you imagine yes. all information on Discord, how you on Twitter, it's going to be lost in threads. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. It's a very Instagram,
1: good one. Even guides not going to help you. Um, Obviously, Facebook and LinkedIn has the same issues, but it allows you to create kind of separation and also to allow, for example, people to choose roles on Discord. And I think it's also kind of a great function. You can kind of differentiate who is like artists, who are collectors, who right. are developers. So I believe it's like easier to stay in touch with right. everyone. Um, I'm not saying like social media, like Twitter Instagram not important it is it's also like fastest way to be on top of trends also communicate with community right but coming back to your question I think it's kind of okay there are different formulas also you can buy bots there are paid right. advertisements or someone can send you lots of direct messages on Instagram and I think you're also rescinding them since <laughs> you're using hashtags yeah. like yeah. NFT script. after that beyond are their radar and it's in like requests are coming non-stop right so be outside of it okay everyone still can do it it's still if it's still happening it means it still gets attention yeah but I believe like in organic way and real way how you grow in your community is that you really have support and belief of community in you
0: yeah
1: uh if you're probably leader of opinions or they can see what you're doing differently um even for people like nowadays i think most people they can check, but they probably will not even follow because right. everyone trying to stay away from lots of noise we're having on daily basis right so i think kind of for each reason it's like a particular path how you can build the community and there are many options it just depends what you want to choose and how you want to do it
0: (laughs) very good point and in fact i i share your same feeling when i first used discord this had to have been maybe a year year and a half ago uh it was frustrating i'm like what the hell is this (laughs) you know when i first used it but um, like you said, it is way more better. It's way more efficient to deliver a lot more information. Like if like you said, if I was to try to like put the same, let's say, bunch of information on Twitter, it's gonna get lost in threads. It's gonna it's gonna get cluttered and it's just gonna get messy, you know. So to say, Discord is you know infinitely you know way better you know for you know for things like that. I was going to ask you, when it comes to Diva, are you going to do any, like, you know, AMAs, like, ask me anything on things like Clubhouse or, you know, similar platforms as well for people to, like, you know, get to know you and, you know, the project a little bit more?
1: Uh, we were running uh, Let's Talk. It's called Let's Talk. Uh, we okay. did, like, every Thursday on Clubhouses, we were running um, rooms. And it was at the beginning of the year. And I think the last room we had, it was around May. June? Right. Oh, I think even in summer, I would not like, maybe even just even in August. So, we are running Clubhouse Rooms, uh, getting to know artists, learning their opinion uh, on the marketplaces they have currently, uh, learning their opinion about NFTs, what, for example, missing, what, like, listening about, like, their thoughts on the wallets or how it's for them. For example, if you find an artist and you step into the NFTs and digital art, how you feel. Um, right what is confusing for you. So we were like, we were like kind of listening to, we were trying to to see what is missing, what is needed, uh, what's the current problems. Uh, later on, we were running the Twitter spaces. Um, so also telling people more about the DBA, about Bitmask, uh, about the Bitmask demo testing. So we will start, we will renew this again. Uh, we also maybe considering to start kind of weekly YouTube uh, highlights about diva about like bitcoin you know just like short ones um, right right. so uh, we're still thinking about the best format because obviously we're sharing news on our social social media just like this but for sure we're gonna um, i believe closer to the miami bitcoin conference or during the miami bitcoin conference uh when the testnet will be live um we will do these sessions probably like on instagram twitter and clubhouse just to give more probable explanation just to maybe clear some things up in terms of example, yeah. private keys being changed within your right. wallet with each transaction so of right. course we'll do it again we will renew it um we just needed to make some kind of I would not say, like, adjustments, but it's, like, this moment, it wasn't kind of the right. Right. So, yeah, we're going to be back with this again.
0: And by the way, I have to say, using Bitmask as a, as a wallet and as a solution, it's it's a pretty good idea with the private keys changing like that, especially with a lot of the security concerns and, and hacking, you know, that that's out there as well. So I think, you know, once kind of the private key thing is explained, I think a lot of people are going to start, you know, going towards, you know, Bitmask to, you know, you know, keep their, you know, unique digital assets. See, I'm going to make myself get used to saying this, like, you know, a lot more UDAs. I'm glad, you know, it's going to. I think this term is going to start becoming mainstream, and you know, hopefully, you know, starting, you know, starting here. So I think that's. I think this. I think it's really a great term, um and I know I've been. I know I've been harping on this though, but. It's it's almost uh, it's a broader, but also in some ways it's kind of a more accurate, you know, term at the same time, you know, as as well. So that's great. And by the way, just to give like the audience some like context, so like, um, you know, and you know, Anastasia, you were probably one of the first ones I think to give me some pointers when I started kind of creating content. Uh, I think about a year and a half ago. So <laughs> long before I started doing the live stream, I was I think I was putting out like these small two to, three t- two to three minute TikTok videos. And TikTok really has a good, it's a very convenient like video um, editing, um, you know, tool that it has in there. So I was putting out those. And I think one of the things I was trying to do at first was trying to get more like views and interaction. And you were the one who suggested actually using kind of subtitles in the bottom. And that actually made it really skyrocket the the interaction increased a lot after that so i still remember that and i'm very thankful for that as well so i have to say i think for anybody who's listening uh you know uh, anastasia is a great resource and a great um a great person when it comes to especially how to market and communicate a lot of this uh technology whether it's on whether it's on linkedin whether it's on twitter whether it's on any of the other, you know, social media platforms. So uh, I always appreciate those little uh, tricks and uh, advice uh, you gave me way back. This was like almost a year and a half ago, I think. I think so.
1: (laughs) But I'm happy that you're like happy about it because I remember you were not really asking my opinion. You just shared with me TikTok. Oh,
0: yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I noticed (laughs) you weren't saying anything. I'm like, you know what? I was like, I think she probably thinks it's terrible right now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna ask her what. I'm gonna ask her what she thinks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just was like without even like. Yeah. I idea. remember. I like, oh, to, just to change you a couple of things.
0: Right. No, <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. So I kind of picked up that hint. I'm like, okay. So I, I it's not really providing a whole lot of feedback or like reply. I'm like, uh, uh, okay, what's wrong with this? Well, what can I do better? <laughs> what can I do better here? Because I was, I probably that probably was like two to three months in maybe of, of doing, you know, of doing stuff like that. So, Hey, listen, everybody, everything we do is a learning process. Trust me. There's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Uh, You know, failure and mistakes is how we learn. So, and I think that's also what makes it makes it a lot of fun as well. So as far as like conferences and events, so Diva is going to be at Bitcoin 2022 in a few weeks. What other events is uh Will Diva be doing this year as well?
1: Well, I would be mean as a marketing manager, and I would say, guys, follow <laughs> us and stay on the loop for updates. Um, right, <laughs> but it's not me being mean, but it just—I believe we will go to um, New York City. Um, awesome, New York City NFT. Uh, obviously, this event for sure on our on our radars, and we are interested in it and. I think the fun fun part about the New York NFT last even year was that Deba was actually mentioned in the presentation and it wasn't wow. it even wasn't like the artist with whom we were really in touch. And yeah. we were so short, like uh, Helen, our community curator and also art curator, she she was a New York um, New York City NFT week. And she was sitting on one of the presentations. It's just like, oh my God, guys, Diva was mentioned, and we get so confused because we were in pre-launch stage. Um, we we didn't know the artist personally, but the artist already knew about us. so We were already on their radars, so it's kind of exciting. <laughs> I awesome. believe so. This year, it's kind of you know the um, throwback to the last year and like with the new sure. milestones. Um, obviously, we'll consider more events um, if someone thinks like. Some Bitcoin events are really great fit sure. for us. We're all the time happy to, you know, kind of partner or communicate with everyone just to see how we can collaborate. But Absolutely. so far, I would just keep it a bit secret where we also sure. can we find. So, yes, so it's like Bitcoin Miami.
0: <laughs> Got it. And, uh, you know, for anybody who's listening, especially if you're in New York, northern New Jersey, the tri-state area, um, what are the dates again for, um, you know, NFT New York City?
1: Uh, it should be in June. If
0: okay.
1: I'm right, it's from sixth of June. Um, okay, I'll post
0: you- it. I'll look. I'll look it up after this, and I'll I'll post it. Um, I'll post it on my end. So that should that should be that should be very exciting to you know to see. To Give me a shout before you before you um arrive as well. So um I uh, uh as as you know I'm up here uh as well. So I'd love to meet, you know I'd love to you know connect with you and the team, and maybe we can collaborate on something when uh when you all are up here.
1: Yeah, sure. Sounds exciting. I would say like don't give a shout out about like um New York conference yet because it's obviously okay. not really confirmed. We're planning to go there, but we Got haven't confirmed like in in case what amount <laughs> well how many yeah. months to go. Um and in kind of which way we're gonna collaborate with this event? Um, but Miami Bitcoin for sure. Are you planning to to join this year, Miami Bitcoin? Actually, I'm
0: I'm not I'm not going this year. I'm actually uh, I'm actually gonna be traveling that week for something else. But uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I'll I'll definitely be around for the New York uh, you know NFT conference as well. So and probably and a few other things coming up. So um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know um, for sure. And if anything changes at the last minute for miami i'll i'll let you know as well i do have a few friends who are just trying to kind of you know um get rid of their tickets at the last minute so i may i may end up doing some <laughs> i may end up doing something different at the last minute so i'll let you know i'll let you know regardless
1: okay lucky at least one of us will go then because I right. get my visa. So. <laughs>
0: right <laughs> yeah no it, it's it's gonna be great uh so you know when, when you do when you do arrive down there um and have you know, have as best of a time as you can. Um, speakers are great. You know, meeting the other entrepreneurs at the various kiosks are are great too. Um, they're they're probably going to have the NFT art gallery section again. A lot of great artists there as well. And of course, I mean, listen, it's Miami, so there's never going to be a boring, uh, dull dull moment anyway. So there's always a, there's always something something fun to do. So it's it's good. It's going to be it's going to be great. So you're definitely going to love it. <laughs>
1: yeah my team gonna love it i didn't get visa this year so it's like delays with visas so i will not go but my like diva team gonna be there so i think yeah. it still will be good to meet everyone and if ever, yeah. anyone who listening to us today will be around more than happy to meet us in like gallery section
0: <laughs> yes be sure to check out diva uh in the, <laughs> the gallery and uh, their presentation at you know Bitcoin Miami this year. So listen, Anastasia, it was an absolute pleasure having you come on today and talk about Diva, talk about UDA's, and talk about the technology. You know this is built on. So I just want to reiterate to everybody: they will be at Bitcoin 2022 in Miami in a few weeks. So be sure to check them out.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you, Adam, for having me today. Thank you for your kind words and. I don't know. I'm really excited how you treat in UDA's and you how much you like this term. So I do you. like the term. Yeah, it's a great <laughs> term actually. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for having me. It was absolute pleasure.
0: Likewise, and I'll talk to you later.
1: See you. Right.
0: Take bye, care. Bye. bye.